And welcome to the Memphis Association of Black Journalists podcast, Tips from the Field. I'm Kelly Cook, president of the Memphis Association of Black Journalists and your guest host for the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. For those that don't know, MABJ is the local affiliate chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists. We are advocates for black journalists throughout the Mid-South. And during this podcast, MABJ will offer some insight into life working in the world of media and what a world it is it is today we are discussing a big one we're going to try to figure out the complicated formula of balancing work life and personal life and we brought in some amazing women to help us crack the code and they happen to be some of my favorite co-workers at wmc action news 5 please welcome mom wife and weekend meteorologist gay galindo and mom and wife and weekday anchor kim clark welcome ladies how are you guys holding up? Doing pretty good so far. I'm doing good too, but I'm at work. I'm I'm on the grind. I miss seeing you guys. I I, I miss seeing like seeing because you know for those who don't know, we're not going into the newsroom anymore because of the pandemic. So all of my times of kikiing and laughing with Kim and when I when I filled in on the weekends with Segay, it's it's, it's I, I don't get to do that anymore, and it's sad. I know, I know, it is. I truly miss y'all. I know it's so good to see everybody's faces that you do get to see because, yeah, not everybody's working in studio. But for me, it's um, I'm back at work because my Wi-Fi wasn't holding up. So I get to I do get to see a few people. So, you know, that's the first question that I, I want to know is how has it been being a mommy? Because we're talking about working moms um, and having it all while being a mom and a journalist. So how has it been during COVID-19 and having your kids with you? all the time. <laughs> what is that like? You know what? I have to be honest and say at first it was really tough. Um I think that, you know, going to work gave me that chance to focus completely on work. But if you're at home and they of course know you there even though you are working, they still feel like mommy's home. So instead of it taking, you know, I don't know, an hour and a half to forecast, I'm forecasting 3 hours later. So it was an adjustment at first, but once we kind of got into a rhythm, I actually kind of enjoy being with them every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, um, the toughest part was when, the, when it first started and we had to try and um, do school through online school because my child has a, um, attention deficit disorder, ADHD, and it was really difficult. Concentration was 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 out the window. Um, and that was a real struggle. But one of the counselors, we kept calling the count. We kept calling up. We don't know what to do. What do we do? We're trying to help. And we, they're not understanding. And finally, they decided. You know, it became pass or fail. And the grades weren't going to descend. Um, they were just going to add whatever they were able to complete would be added to their current grades. So that made took the pressure off of all of us. And also the, one of the, the, uh, one of the people was said, you know, this really, really don't worry about school right now. Focus on spending time together as a family. Focus on trying to make the family time, make this a memorable time in a good way. Um, so th that was, that was, that, that took a lot of the heat off. That's a, that's, that's a great, that's a great thought there. 
Because you know what? It's, it's so it's enough going on mm-hmm. with COVID nineteen and me trying to figure out new math. Can yes. I just say that uh, for the record? Hello. I don't know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> I didn't know what old math was. Well, God hardly. bless you, parents, for being able to do that. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Um, oh, there have been lots of arguments in my house. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> so before we go any further, I want to be sure that we take a second to just have both of you ladies tell me a little bit about your beautiful family um and we know your moms and wives and can you tell us how you knew your husband was the one oh goodness mm-hmm. kim you can okay <laughs> so what, what was the first part of the question again the... just just tell me oh, about you know my family how many kids okay. yeah your how many kids you have your husband and how you knew your husband was the one okay i have um one child uh we actually my husband has two he has a, a, a son that's 10 years older than um alex and um but he doesn't live here. He lives in California, but in the household right now, it's me, my husband and my 14 year old. And, um, how did I know my husband was the one? Um, you know, what's funny is I thought that I was never going to find the one. Um, I really did. I really did. Um, (laughs) and all of a sudden, bam, there he was. And it was almost, it was almost instant. It was almost instant for me. And that has never happened. You know, people, people would always tell me when, you know, you know, and we, and we, and we hardly, I think we broke up for a week once (laughs) (laughs) and we're constantly talking to our mutual friends. How's, how's Patrick? (laughs) And how's Kim? (laughs) What's, what's, what's he doing? What's she doing? So, um, and we, ever, that was one week we were apart and we've been together ever since really. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. You know, just someone who gets you, who you feel like gets you as opposed to, you know, being the person on TV, you know, that was, that, that was, is the hardest part. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, you know, for most people, that's what they see first and think of first. And that's how they think of you as the woman who, you know, works on TV. And he just thought of me as a woman, you know, Ooh, I love that. What about you, Sagay? Um, so I have three daughters. Bless um, it. Yeah. <laughs> There's three attitudes. Um, <laughs> they're four, nine, and thirteen. Wow. Um, yes, I'm also a military wife. And how did I know my husband was the one? Well, he was the answer to prayer. I had um, I dated someone right before him that I thought was the one. It didn't work out, and I had just prayed to God, "Hey, could you please send me who you would have me to be with?" And um, Angela and I started off as really like best friends. Mm. Um, he was just my best buddy. And at first I didn't see him in that way, but he's a Navy guy. So he went on a deployment and my life was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And from that point forward, I knew that it wasn't just a best friend. It was, it was the person I was supposed to be with that God had for me. So, um, we went forward and been together strong, what, 15, 16 years. I don't know. It's one of those numbers. Don't tell him. I don't know exactly, but <laughs> I'm going to send it directly to Angelo as soon as this is posted. I'm like, go in about six minutes into the podcast. (laughs) That's interesting, though. But but it's because, you know, it's so much fun. It's like being with my best friend Mm -hmm. every day. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's that's interesting, though, because like my husband and I, we remember the day we met. 
we'll celebrate that day regularly. We forget our wedding anniversary <laughs> all the time. Two days later, oh, it's our, it was our anniversary. <laughs> because that's you know, really telling. Well, it's because the marriage, yeah. it, it, we, I guess we were connected already before we made it official, legal. Mm, so right. the, date we, the date we remember is the day we met. Wow. Right. Beautiful. Well, ladies, let me tell you a little bit more about why I pitched this podcast. As you know, I am single. <laughs> and I have no children. <laughs> and uh, our producer of this uh, podcast, our fantastic student liaison, Brandy, had us all pitch. And I pitched this idea of work life between being a mom and being in this business. Because to be perfectly honest with you, I just, I see it and I don't know how you do it. I just, I, I think about, you don't really turn off from this business. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, how do you balance getting all of that done? And so I just thought it was really interesting to get some moms to explain how they do it. So according to the Pew Research Center, in 2019, 50 years ago, 34 percent of mothers with children under the age of 18 work full time. Mm -hmm. Today, it's 55 percent. Mm -hmm. And 72% of mothers work in some capacity, either full-time or part-time. And here's another interesting stat. About half of U.S. parents say working from home makes it hard to be good parents. Mm. Do you agree? Does working outside the home make it hard to be good parents? I, I think, I mean, it's it definitely is tough. It, it's tough, you know, but um, I think you can be. I don't, you know, I don't ever look at myself as being good. I look at myself as being like the best that I can possibly be. So I don't like to, you know, put like good or bad on it. You know, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, mm. So I think that, you know, for me, I try to keep what's first first. And that is my family, God, my family and work is somewhere down there. So yeah. I give the best that I can you know, based on when I'm at work, I give work as much as I can. But when I'm at home, I'm I'm at home. And, you know, my family is first. And I think it's, you know, when I get those things out of balance, which I do sometimes, to me, that's when things start to fall. You know, I think, that, um, yeah, there are weeks where I'm filling in all the time okay. and I'm not available to them. And that that part is really tough. But one of the things that I've learned is that Whenever I'm with them, I'm with them oh. and I'm not on my phone and I'm not, you know, looking at what's going on in the weather at the moment. I try to give them 110%. And I found that when I do do that, they respond, you know, and they, and I feel like it makes them feel more secure when I do that. I don't always do it perfectly and I don't always get it right. But I feel like when I do, it feels like the flow and the, balance is there and it you know it's less chaotic if you will you know at home wow. so I think that for me you just have to really keep that you know what's first is what's first and you know yeah I love my job I have wanted to be a meteorologist since I was seven years old people I went to elementary school with could tell you oh yeah that's what she <laughs> wanted to do and as much as I love that, I've had to learn over the years that I love my family. More. Right. Mm, yeah. Right. Well, you know, um, 
I think I think being a working mother, I don't think that means you're a bad mother. I, that you can't be a good mother. I think it gives you a, you bring in a whole different perspective um, than mm. a non-working mother. Um, that's I mean, and and there's good and bad in all of it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the hardest part for me is my own my own guilt. Um, yeah, <laughs> mommy guilt. Yeah, mommy guilt. Right, mommy guilt. And, yeah. and and I never would have known about that had I not had a kid. Because uh, <laughs> it doesn't it, it it doesn't go away. Uh, my mother still feel my mother's eighty four years old and still feels guilty <laughs> about some things. You know, so wow. it's yeah. just it's just the way it is. Because uh, you're always wanting you always want to do your best and you always want to yeah. be the best. And you realize you're not perfect and you realize you make mistakes mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and the awful thing about when you make mistakes is I've ruined my child. How much have I ruined my child? Um, but it was much harder for me um, working when I worked early mornings. Um, everybody says that's supposed to be the best gift if you're a mom or a parent. And I totally disagree, especially when they're babies. It's great because they go to bed at seven. And I go to bed. I would go to bed at seven, so I wouldn't didn't really miss that much. Um, but as 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 they age, uh, they're involved in things, and you're tired. <laughs> trying to do homework, okay. you're tired, right? And, uh, trying to help mm-hmm. with homework, you're tired and cranky. Um, and I I found my patience was short, um, shorter. Uh, now, I mean, now, now I'm gone, now I'm gone more. It seems like during, during the day I'm, you know, from nine to six, I'm at work. Um, so I miss, you know, almost all the homework and then it's, you know, rushing to get to after school activities and or meetings and things like that. Um, but I just, I don't know anything else. So I guess, you know, you just gotta make it work. (laughs) Well, well, look, it's 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 wanting to be a good mom mm-hmm. and knowing that that is the number one job. But you both chose jobs that are incredibly competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we chose jobs that, you know, you have to kind of move around. You have to be flexible. You need to be able to do this and that. Uh, so how has motherhood changed your approach to your career? Have you had mm-hmm. to give some things up? Have you wanted to do some things you couldn't do? Has it made you a better journalist by being a mom? How has having children and being a wife um, played into your career? And it, it, any regrets at all? Um, oh, um, sorry, you want to go ahead, okay? I was going to say, for me, I definitely have had to give some things up. You know, I'm not just a mom, but I'm also a military wife. So mm. when my husband got home, that you know. <laughs> that billet that says, Hey, we're yeah, going overseas. You gotta go. I knew that, that meant, yep, mm-hmm. I have to, you know, put this career on the back burner and, you know, support my family. So yeah, I have I've had to give up some things, you know, and I had dreams of things that I wanted to do early on in the business. But I think having my first child changed my perspective. I decided, mm-hmm. well, you know what? I wanna be this type of mom and in order to be this type of mom i can't do that and be a military wife so yes i removed some things off the table but i feel like i put something else on the table something that i wanted to do even more than and i never thought that i would ever want to do anything more than 
being a chief and being called in all the time. I had that first baby and I was like, I want to give everything to her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, um, yeah, I, I, well, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a different, um, I didn't get married until I was in my forties. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have my first child until I was my I, my first child, my only child, because I don't have any more now. Um, I had my daughter at the age of 45. Wow. And it was kind of a surprise. We'd been trying. Um, we thought, you know, we, tr- we but it just wasn't happening. And all of a sudden, I poof, I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> uh, but poof, how uh, this happen? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, um, so my career did come first for me, but it was also because I didn't meet the person that I wanted to, I didn't meet anyone that I thought I could spend the rest of my life with until I met my husband. Wow. Well, there's one person, word. there was one person, but I was not a priority for him. So then yeah. that wasn't the person. Yeah. yeah it wasn't <laughs> the person. So then, came, then along came my husband and, um, I had a child and everything changes when you, mm. when you first look at that baby, I mean, it changes when you realize you're pregnant and as the tummy grows, it changes your mind, your mm. world changes. But the minute that baby's born and you look in that face, everything, everything mm-hmm. changes. Um, your dreams change. Yes, for definitely. Sure. So, I mean, I've, I've intentionally, I intentionally stopped doing mornings um, because mm. it was too much. I, I just wasn't happy with the mother that I was being um, on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, but I, I'm happy I did it. Yeah. You know, you guys, well, you guys, you you guys chose to have children at different points in your career. Uh, Sagay, how old were you when you, um, had your, your first, but you, you know, you were probably in a good early part of your career, correct? Yeah, I was, um, I had, I had been a meteorologist for, gosh, I would say like, three, four years. So, so you're coming in, you're fresh, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, very fresh. And for yep. you, Kim, you were mm-hmm. a vet, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Was it easier to have a child with that type of experience or were you more concerned? And was it easier to have a child because you were younger before you got knee deep into your career? What, what when you look back, you know, what do you think is the easier way I don't know if that's really an easy way. <laughs> I don't you know. It's hard to answer that because, yeah. like I said, having a child, it changes everything, you know? Yeah. So at whatever point in my life I'd had that child, I'm pretty sure things would have changed uh, either way. Mm. Yeah. I may not, I, I may not I still do. be in the business if I had had her earlier, you know? Right. I don't know. Right. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see, I don't, I mean, I only know what it's like to, I've had them at very spaced out mm. at different stages. I feel like every time I went to a new station, I was pregnant. Was, <laughs> all right. Like, now? <laughs> like all I your reels here, your reels was like you with a belly. It's like, well, that was number two. <laughs> it's like, well, I would get to a station and then I'd be like, okay, guys, or we'll go there in the early stages of being pregnant and just praying that they wouldn't, yeah. you know, not want to hire me because, you know, I'm I'm three weeks pregnant, yeah. you know, six weeks pregnant. I was always really early, uh, but I just remember two occasions where I was like, man, I don't even know if they're going to hire me. And luckily they did, but you know, it's, 
it's tough, you know, no matter how you slice it, it's it's hard. No matter what stage you have it at, it's mm -hmm. hard, you mm -hmm. know. I just remember and you know, and and I feel like what's even harder is being in the public side and being having your baby and going through the stages. Yeah. That for me was hard. I can remember with my first child, people writing comments saying that they watched me so they could laugh and oh. I look sad and this and this and that and you know, I remember those things and I'm so thankful that I watch people now being pregnant, mm -hmm. you know, on the air and it's such a glorious thing. But when I first started, it was not, it wasn't pretty. People were calling saying, get her off the air. Wow. We don't want to look at her. I mean, there's so many things, you know, to, you know, even before I even had the baby, I was like, man, you know, um, but thankfully through the years that, you know, it's evolved and it's gotten better. I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but no, um, that's that's so yeah. telling because sometimes you just you yeah. always think. It, well, I've heard of the pregnancy bump, literally where your ratings go up during pregnancy because uh -huh. you know they because they like to see yeah pregnant women. But in this stage, and people can be really cruel. Yeah, they can. <laughs> like I am carrying life, lady. <laughs> Back well, up. What I think what I think is cool is that you know when I had a baby on the air, it wasn't we weren't i'm not saying it wasn't cool to stand up for yourself but nobody applauded you if you wrote oh. back to that person oh wow hey i'm here now we mm -hmm. see yes. examples of people who've written things and we applaud them but like you know you i feel anything. like in the day, yeah nobody said anything they're like okay well she still shouldn't be on the air mm -hmm. you know wow. it's like they still have yeah. opinions you know and i just i think it's beautiful that now the public sees it as like a beautiful thing. And did ratings go up? I mean, I think so. My my boss would tell me, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, every day they're calling me, telling me, don't wear stuff to show your belly. Wear stuff to show your belly. Oh it was my like God. a big, because I'm a meteorologist, you see my whole body. Yeah, so that's true. It, yeah, it, 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 it was that's true. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> see, I had a desk to kind of cover a, a lot of that, <laughs> truly. Um, but, but I mean, it was totally different for me. It was, um, I, cause I'd been here for, I'd been here, gosh, almost a little over, a little over 15 years by then. So yeah. I was pretty well known, you know, it, at, at channel five. And so when I got pregnant, it was m much, uh, friendlier. <laughs> and like I said, I didn't have to stand up in front and show my belly either. Um, <laughs> the, the weirdest thing about it though, is after my child was born to this day, my child can be with me and we can go be in a grocery store and someone will come up. I remember before you were even born, <laughs> like they know my child. And my child's like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little. So, so the audience kind of grew up with you and grew up with your child. Yeah. They feel, I'm, I'm guessing they feeling really connected. Yeah, they do. And so, I mean, in that case, yeah, it was good for me ratings wise to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, get pregnant again. Let's do this one more time. Well, I can't keep me with a little long in the tooth for that. To do it one time was amazing as it was. I, there's not yeah. no. Wow. Wow. <sighs> so, you know, I want to change gears a little bit okay. because from having babies to both of you have children that are of age. Um, Kim, not quite a teenager yet, right? Oh, no. Just about We're, to be a teenager. 15. You'd be 15 in August. No. Wait a minute. Are you driving. serious? Yes, honey. Yeah. I'm not ready. Oh, Three God. more years of high school. That's it. 
That's right. I'm, I don't know why I, I have her stuck at a certain age, but no, <laughs> but you both have children, t teenagers. Mm -hmm. um, so with all the protests going on mm -hmm. and news coverage of cases with things like George Floyd and mm -hmm. uh, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, mm -hmm. I can do this on and on and on for many, many years. Yeah. It feels like, um, have your kids asked you about this? Oh yeah. And, and oh, as for yeah. someone who is in the business, how do you, how do you have that conversation? How do you explain that to them? Well, the first conversation I had with my child was she, my child didn't understand about MLK Day. And the way, the best way that I could explain it to uh, her was first off, uh, the way I did it was I'm in a mixed marriage. And I explained mm. to her how MLK and people like him made it possible because at one time it was illegal for me and daddy to be married. And she's yep. like, what? So it started there. And, and, and so she, my child is a militant. I, <laughs> my child, my child is, is, uh, pro BLM. Um, my wow. child has been telling me what's going on. Hmm. You know, it's like, really? like okay. you know, I, I work on the news. I, I, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, did you hear? <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> did you watch the news today? Yeah, there have been times when, yeah. when she's wanted to go to protests, and I can't. Yeah, you know, I can't. As a news person, I can't do that. Um, so, but so um, for you, the conversation was really not that difficult. Mm -hmm. Your kids were kind of telling you. Yeah, my my, my biggest problem was keeping her grounded to not be too um, mm. angry at police uh, mm -hmm. to the point where, I mean, yeah, be angry, but there are police. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Just, to, just trying to keep her from being militant. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Pulling back a little mm -hmm. bit, but, but at the same time, um, pushing her, her to express herself and, 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 you know, to express herself. And, and learning how the proper way to express herself. In the, in the, That's right. Yeah. Sagay, sure. I know you have a teenager, but you also have a very, mm. a young one, four. So I'm sure she yeah. has questions. She's got to be seeing this. How do you handle it? How do you approach it? My four-year-old doesn't quite understand much yet okay. um, about what's going on. But I do have a nine-year-old who was confused and um, you know, I just told them the truth. You know, um, this is what happened and um, I want them to know, you know, to, to form their own opinions, but I also want them to understand what's going on. So I set them down. I was like, hey, this is what's going on. And um, this is why people are protesting. And um, in a lot of ways, my 13 year old was like, you know, like your child, mm -hmm. Kim, it's, she was ready to go, you know, fight. <laughs> yes. mm. And, um, you know, I had, had to tell her while I understand that, <laughs> you know, at the same time, it's also my job to protect you. So I'm not able to be out there with you. So you can't go with your friends and yeah. just go, you know, protest. Mm. That's great. So there, that's great that you want to do that. But there's things that you can be doing, yeah. you know, with your friends who, who don't understand, you know, um, I want you to explain. I want you to be loving. I don't ever want you to be closed in any way. So um, it was it was a lot to, to hold her back because her thing is, why would someone just, yeah. you know, judge you based off of your color? Like she just, that blew her yeah. mind that, you know, I think she's always, we've always had conversations about it, but to see that 
manifest itself in reality mm-hmm. in such a big bigger way was like super eye opening. And like Kim said, I ha- kind of had to be like, okay, you need to. I know you're passionate, mm-hmm. but you have to, you know, also have love. Yeah, your heart and be passionate. You know, but yeah, <laughs> be peaceful yeah. at the same yes. time. You know. Yes. Wow. So wow, wow. And the nine year old, she she just she she knows. We've explained. But right now she doesn't have a lot of questions. And I think, you know, I, I have to say that my nine-year-old is more sheltered than my 13-year-old. She's a middle schooler. So, you know, I think that there have been things that have been said, you know, so she kind of, you know, knows people or, you know, she has friends that are fighting for the call. She has friends right. who don't believe in it, you know, so she's seen both sides of, of it. Whereas my nine-year-old is just like, okay, she doesn't quite, she isn't. She knows what it is, but she hasn't ever had right. an experience. And not that you have to have an experience. I think that, you know, or nobody's ever really like expressed mm-hmm. what they've been mm-hmm. through besides her parents. So I think for some, for kids, sometimes your parents can say what they've been through and give you history. But until right. you kind of, you know, go through a situation yourself or somebody says something, it isn't as real. So for my 13 year old, it was real because she has. Right. had experience with people saying yeah. certain things or, yeah. or her friends, even she has, I, I think this generation, at least from what I see, they're very passionate and they, they have a lot of love in their heart and they express themselves no matter how they mm-hmm. feel, if, whether it's on what side or right. the other side, they say. So I think my daughter has gotten a chance to be more exposed to what people think versus my nine-year-old. They're not talking about anything like that, at least at this point, except for right. her parents. And you know, when we talk Sometimes it just goes right and so right. right. <laughs> and and to think that you're having to have this conversation all the time because I don't think it's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, have, yeah. Having to explain what this means. Um, uh, both both of your children are, are biracial, so I'm sure they're having to deal with a lot. Like you said, yeah. mommy and daddy couldn't even wasn't allowed to be married right. uh, before. Yeah. Um, that was an illegal act. Like, mm-hmm. wow, what a conversation to have. Yep. I know we talked a little bit about COVID-19 because, you know, it's just a protest going on. And also COVID-19 can be a lot. Have you as parents decided what you're going to do with your kids? Are you doing virtual? Are you staying at home? What, what, are you, what are you guys thinking? So as far as virtual or going to school, I'm cool um, with either option. I would prefer for them to go to school if the proper safety measures are in place. Well, um, my I got an email from my school, uh, the school of the school that my my child goes to, um, and they were saying that they were going to start uh, on the August. They're planning to start August tenth, but depending on what the uh, case count is at this point, they're probably going to do virtual online. Yeah, to start. Um, okay. I'm not looking forward to that. Um, I would, I would prefer, and, and, and she would prefer it too, to go in. Um, let me, let me yeah. I continue on. I want to stop and say one thing too. my child about my child. Um, my child has, as far as the whole George Floyd and the BLM, mm. my child has been dubbed at school SJW social justice warrior. That's her name. That's, wow. Someone has nicknamed her that because my child's transgender and I should, mm. be calling him, I should be calling her him. But um, it's old habits die hard. So let me set the record straight right now. He um, has been fighting for equality, for equity, for understanding for a while. 
Um, so when this all came up, it was sort of something to add to the whole experience for him. Um, and I forgot where I was going now, but I just wanted to get that out. Um, but what was the question again? I'm sorry, Kelly. Uh, well, well, no, 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 no. No, I, 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 I think I understand. Another, I, th- I think I understand. Which is no, no, no. I think I totally understand why you went there. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Um, for your son, like the old habits die mm-hmm. hard. Um, I, I think having a, a gender battle, mm-hmm. a racial battle, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> all in one yep. fatal swoop yep. can be probably pretty overwhelming for oh, your yeah. child. So oh, yeah. the conversations that you're having, I'm sure, is much more complicated yeah. um, than than we could ever imagine. No, I, I 100% know why, and, and why you went there. On top of that, I'm on TV and I don't yeah. I don't tell very many people about what's going on unless I feel comfortable because if someone says something to me on social media or anywhere else about my child, I'm not going to be very professional. Bless their so, hearts. That's all I got to say. So I don't discuss it much with yeah. openly on social media or, you know, these people are coming out. My child is transgender and I'm very proud of my child. I have no problem with him being transgender. I just don't discuss yeah. it because I don't trust how I'm going to react if there's a negative response and how, and depending on how negative it is, because people can be ugly. Um, so, Oh you, God. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, well, look, I, I'm so glad that we're, we're, we're starting to wrap this up on that edge because I want people to know that being a mom in this day and age requires to deal with so many different things. And then you throw in your own crazy life. Cause listen, <laughs> This TV business oh, is Lord. not for the faint at heart. You not only have to protect yourself, you're trying to protect your children. You're trying to raise the next generation mm-hmm. to be great. Yep. And sometimes when you're when you're in it and you're seeing it all the time, what can happen and how blessed you are when you've got good kids and you've got a husband and you've got a, a spouse mm-hmm. um, that's helping. That's important. Um, so that's awesome. That's imagine, important. So imagine do this as a single mom. Oh my God! Cannot, cannot. Yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do a whole other podcast yes. and bring on yes. the single mom. Yes. Hey, we're gonna just wrap things up here. If you could, in thirty seconds or less, um, Sagay or Kim, you can take it. What would you tell your younger self about making it in this crazy business? Okay, so thirty seconds. I would tell the younger me to um, not be afraid. Um, I think that um, not be afraid of failing because sometimes that is what makes you stronger. I think um, when I was younger, that was my biggest fear. And sometimes I let that get in the way of how well I could do, you know. um, I've learned that now to not let fear rule, but uh, I was so nervous and worried about what people would say if I said this wrong or if I did this wrong. And so I would tell the younger me, don't be afraid, be be you. Uh, Work hard. Be ready to go. Be ready. Um, study hard. Mm. Know what's going on. And just be ready. We're, just just be ready. You never know when it's going to come your way. Look, if 2020 hasn't taught us anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> it has taught us to be ready. Well, Sagay and Kim, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. This was fun. It was fun. I- 
it was it was really a lot of fun and it brought in a lot of insights. So thank you again. And thank you for everyone who is listening, for joining us for Tips from the Field. If you want to learn more about the Memphis Association of Black Journalists, please head to www.mabjtn.org and check us out. I'm Kelly Cook. We'll see you next time.